yeah. Welcome to the Weekly BJ Podcast, starring DJ BJ, a.k.a. Arabian Night, a.k.a. The Sultan of Sweat. He's 6'2", 225, coming straight out of Milwaukee. And now he's living a dream in Malibu, answering your fitness questions. That's right, even the stupid ones. Yo, BJ Gador with the weekly BJ podcast and the workout of the week this week, tentatively called, you know, these fucking names, what are you going to do? Banded super slider shredder, but this workout will steal your soul. This has been one of the more challenging ones I've done, I think in memory uh, all time. I've had some of you that have done it already that have said like in my 15 years of doing this, you know, I've never been challenged in this way, and I've, I felt muscles I've never experienced or connected with before, especially around the pelvic floor, by the way. This workout, this routine is like next level. This is a slider workout, so you need fitness sliders or furniture sliders. You know, I recommend the SKLZ ones or like the big kind of Belgian waffle-looking ones that are better for bigger-handed, foot-footed individuals. By the way, I'm burning right now a Yankee candle. That is just, it's pure Belgian waffle right now as I'm recording this podcast in the office man cave. So, and by the way, this is where I create everything now. All the workouts you do, everything else I share, most of my concepts, I have this creative space that's just like, it's unlocking me to a whole new level. And I I share that because that's part of why these workouts have just been incredible. And it's funny because um, there are just a lot of people that are not, just this podcast alone, because I'm not doing like specific topics that are helping people like, you know, since we're not talking about like, is apple cider vinegar uh, beneficial or not? And we're going like deep into these workouts um, people are like missing the best fitness content I've ever shared. Like people that are listening to this and doing the workouts and then joining me live Wednesday at 10 a.m. PST, every Wednesday, every Wednesday, youtube.com slash BJ Gador and also Instagram, the YouTube version keeps getting better every week. Um, they're missing some of the most challenging workouts, some of the best workouts I've ever made. And within this routine itself, there are, I mean, like a handful of movements I had not seen done before. They may have been done before. But I had not seen them done before, and I try to see abreast of what's going on. I've been this for a while. Um, so it's not about inventing new movements. It's really just uncovering and unlocking new things to challenge ourselves and also how to f- spring them together in such a fantastic way. So the way this, uh, again, fitness sliders, um, I said the SKLZs, all our gears at GardenOfGains.com with a Z. Valve slides are popular. You can also go paper plates or socks on a wooden floor. Um, you can use a slide board, though. It's going to be tough for some of the movements. Um so find a way to make it work. And we're using a mini band and also a big band, a red or an orange if you want to go on colors, but the lighter single continuous loop big band option is what we need for a couple of the movements. But again, this is, uh, you know, great for 
these carpet workouts are incredible, right? Because you can do them right in your living room, your basement, hotel room. And by the way, the sliders and the bands, mini and big, travel incredibly well. These, this is the stuff that I always take with me. You know, sometimes a TRX might make it, um, maybe a foam roller. But I mean, these are the things that I can always take with me and do. And let me just kind of get you guys, like, why do sliders? You know, that's one thing. People see it and they're, this workout does like three key things incredibly well all together. Strength, stability, and stamina. Those three things are married in a way that I've never personally experienced before in a workout. And adding the mini band allows you to, to you know, to take those kind of training angles or movement patterns in different, different angles or directions or planes of movement and add resistance to them. So beyond accessing and unlocking, like, you know, doing uh, hip abductions while doing leg curling and push-up planking positions, bear crawling, you will never feel a level of hip activation like you do on those. But by the way, you're getting it traditionally in ways you never could. You know, in most cases, we got to do these really isolated ground-based uh, static movements to turn on some of these muscles or we have to isolate them, but getting them in concert with your whole body. Now, that, that's the accomplishment. That's the achievement. That's what we're trying to do in training is to get you uh, to find a way to connect the whole body then in movement and in sport, but that's asking your, a lot of your body. You got to actually get in these positions and you got to add the resistance where you want it and you got to challenge your body to connect the whole body while doing it. It's one thing to lay on the ground and do a, you know, a clamshell or a leg line, lateral line, leg raise or hip abduction, whatever you want to call it. And it's another thing to do it while you're in an integrated like push up or, uh, you know, leg curling position, etc. So the muscle activation is off the charts. Uh, you're going to have to rest pause a lot during this workout. There's, there are six total circuits. Each one lasts five minutes. Each circuit has four movements you do for 60 seconds of work and then 15 seconds of rest between the movements. All right, and then you rest in... I'm having trouble hearing you. That, I don't know. I don't know, Siri. I don't know. But each circuit takes five minutes. There's a minute rest between circuits, so it takes a total of, what is it, 36 minutes. Incredible workout. Each circuit gets progressively more difficult. You might find yourself in a situation where, you know, circuit one is always, you know, built-in warm-up, corrective, getting your body ready for what's to come. Then I just keep adding the layers. The snowball effect hits you around, like in the middle of circuit three is where you get really hit in the dick. And uh, whether you have one or not, by the way, you get hit in the dick uh, in the middle of, in the middle towards the end of circuit three. And then uh, the final three circuits are really tough. Five and six are like systemically you're done after four and then five and six like takes you to a level. And this is where it's funny too with people that, you know, you don't do any heavy lifting. There's no heavy stuff. Well, you know, you might not see heavy weights in this workout, but these workouts are heavy as fuck. There's two movements in particular we'll talk about you know, later on here. Uh, really, the, the sliding push-up climbing variations or the pec flying variations. I mean, those are max effort. For me, for me, those are max effort, like with my body weight. I could, I could, add, I could add a weight vest, whatever else, but um, some of these movements take you to maximum effort. They just don't have the, the traditional barbell and weights to do it, but make no mistake, your body perceives it the exact same way. Heavy as fuck is heavy as fuck to your body. I don't care what tool you use or what load you have. So that's the genius of what we do is we're, we're, we're sacrificing. Uh, this is the one thing I'll give you in my programs. You are sacrificing absolute strength, 100%. But most programs emphasize strength at the expense of everything else. When 
you really only need to be strong enough. And you want to be more relatively strong than absolutely strong, meaning strong for your body weight. Pound for pound strength is what I'm really after. And uh, my programs might sacrifice absolute strength, but you'll be strong enough and you'll still be strong as fuck. Make no mistake. Strong enough and strong as fuck with my programming. Maybe not absolutely, absolutely strength, you know, to the level that you see on the social media situation, whatever. But those motherfuckers are cashing their fitness checks way too early and they're not going to find longevity. And at some point their body's going to break. So you have to, at some point you got to ask yourself in your own training. And, and it's so funny too, because I see a lot of people in fitness that are very smart. People that I admire, respect, that I've learned a lot from, that I continue to, you know, watch and admire from abroad or support and encourage where I can. And some of them just have never, as good as they are making workouts for other people, they've never evolved in their own training. I'm seeing some people that are smart as fuck about fitness do some of the dumbest fucking workouts ever. And I know that like in, in about three to five years or less, it's going to, it's, you know, father time's going to come a calling. And uh, once you've lost something, especially in terms of the joints, you can't get that shit back. You can replace it. It's never going to be the same. You're never going to have the same neuromuscular connection to an area if you replace the joints. If you're just depending on, oh, I'll just get my joints replaced, well, you're, you will forever lose a mind-muscle connection to that area, in terms, especially in terms of what it was previously, if you can ever get anything back to that. So why would we, you know, as being like strong as you possibly can, super important to you, I think for many people it is. I, I'm not the right guy for that because I just think that's a, that's a dumb approach. Unless you are a maximum effort athlete and you're getting paid to do it and you're hopefully you're getting paid a lot because that comes at a substantial cost to quality of life. So for me, fitness is about enhancing quality of life, not quality of life, not stealing it from you. So I'm willing to sacrifice a single thing and still get a lot out of that strength component. Just I'm willing to sacrifice the absolute component, the cool looking component, the stuff that like, oh, I'm cool. I can do, I can lift this much. I'm willing to sacrifice that so I can get everything else for you and make it so you can do this for as long as you want to. God willing. Inshallah. That's why I have it on my fucking left shoulder. So that, that's what we do. We do here. And, uh, I'm excited for this one. This one pushed me hard. And one thing I want to talk about too, you know, sometimes with the workouts I'll make, um, this is what I would call, it's a 60 second work period. Let's call it an open minute. With this type of workout, it's hard. Like you can come to the knees on some of the push-up variations. You can't really elevate your hands though, right? Because what are you going to slide on? We don't have equipment really for that yet. So we, we can't really, uh, address that component as much as we'd like. So there are some things you're, you're going to be able to do and, and, and not do with this workout. That's the one thing like, you know, this one can leave some people feeling kind of defeated at the same time. You know, I go on feel with what I do here and I, I felt we needed, I felt I needed a collective, you know, punch to the face, a little, a little humble pie. Oh shit. I got a lot of work to do. Like there were, there was stuff I felt I never felt before in my life, uh, during this workout. And it exposed me. This workout is a lie detector test. So some people, when they learn about themselves and they think, oh, wow, I'm not as, not as strong in this area as I thought I was. Or I'm, I'm, and this makes me feel like I'm not as you know, fit as I was even last week. Uh, people take that and they, they become negative about it. They get down on themselves. Others, they rise to the challenge for a 5A plant rating. It's like, oh, shit, okay. Wow, I, I've been doing this for 15 years and, uh, I mean, for me, since I was 14, but whoever it was that commented um, and, like, I, I realized I have this weakness I have to fix, oh, joy. Because, again, 
the longer you're in this, you know, every weakness you fix, it allows you to just become so fucking strong and complete. All right. There, there, again, there comes a point when you're, you have enough strength. You want to chase that forever. Well, I'll tell you one thing about strength. That's the one thing that is optimized when you're young. Okay. No one gets stronger as they get older long-term. Now you can continue to, um, balance out your fitness, do movements with more skill and precision and learn more about your body and get a better mind muscle connection. And, and, you know, things like stamina, stability, you know, muscle mass can be built even from research and, and people seventies and eighties. So, you know, those are things we can, if you want to talk about aging or anti-aging programming, it's like the strength battle is one you will always lose, especially because it will always come. If you do it the traditional way, it will always come at the expense of your joints and your quality of life. So, I mean, I just, I just hope that it really sinks in for you because it's very important. You have to understand that with sliders, they're so unique because, you know, you take a quick terminology or they call it something like a push up, a closed chain exercise because you're, you're moving parts are in contact with the ground. They're fixed. Open chain would be something like a dumbbell chest press. All right. So what's cool about sliders is it takes a movement like a push up. You do like a sliding single arm push up. And it turns it into a combination of both because I am moving dynamically, but in order to, in order to do so, because I have constant tension through the floor, I'm doing so at every degree of that range of motion in that repetition. And that's why like when you guys are going through these, mo- these movements, you're like, oh my God, because you think you're strong at the push-up because you go from the top to the bottom. But when you have to slide out from the top to the bottom slowly along the way and, and develop friction, now the muscles are connected from start to finish and back. So the stimulus is amazing. This is what I'm talking about where like body weight feels like heavyweight. So this is, this is a body weight and a band workout, but it's really, you know, it's a body weight workout. The bands, they, they, barely, they barely weigh anything, okay? They just cost something to have. You gotta invest, you know, fifty to hundred bucks to get to get the bands for this workout. You're gonna be using the bands all the time. We use bands, body weight, and bells continuously. These are our home travel training tools. We mix barbells in smartly. We pepper them in where it makes sense, but really not required. As long as you are, have a tactician designing your workouts, and you've got that if you're with me. So that's what's so unique about these is that you think you're strong, but then it's like I, I'm not strong. I'm not strong about a third of the way into a lunge or a push-up. So it just really helps you identify every little degree or, you know, instead of moving um, in inches, we're moving in centimeters or millimeters even. Inches to millimeters is what we're talking about. So the degree of uh, mind-muscle connection and stability control and it's really strength because it's strength throughout the entire range of motion, not just out of the bottom of a squat, it's through the entire range of motion. So these excite me. They've excited many of you. I, lo- I love seeing the, the, the feedback. I put, you know, I put so much time into this. Um, and it's great because we're all benefiting. I've been pushing myself uh, like, I've, like I've never had before, really, uh, in these Metcons. It, 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 nah, there was a time where I was really into this shit uh, when I was first developing it, like, you know, 20, 2008, really. And then the culmination was speech read in 2012. It was like a... It was like graduate school for metabolic training, uh, just system I really popularized and just put all together for you guys. And uh, so I'm reconnecting with that in a new way now and uh, just challenging my body in a fucking completely new way. So I can only imagine. I, I see the feedback. It's like, wow, I, I get it because this is something else. And, and it's a big push for me and I'm having more fun during doing these workouts that, uh, than I've ever had because I'm, I'm, you know, 
even in my own training, I wouldn't take the time to develop, develop a DVD level workout in the past. But these are my workouts now, so they have to push me. And I want to try to get as many of you able to do them as possible. But no, a couple of these workouts are going to come that just hit you in the fucking dick. And you hit a brick wall and you're like, is this for me? But it is. Just understand that, you know, uh, you have these moments where you just, <laughs> you lose a fight. You lose a game. But you don't because there's always a lesson and you will certainly have the opportunity to redeem yourself. And the beauty of the workout of the week schedule now is you can redeem yourself on Wednesday. And if you still felt like you lost that fight, Friday is your ultimate chance. And they're going to build, by the way, because the next week I'm going to add some uh, some dumbbell variations to this. Because all these workouts are connected and I felt this was the type of stimulus we needed after some really fast um, cardio-based stuff the previous week. And uh, here we go. So... Let's talk about the first circuit here. Um, you know, by the way, the full programming is at thedailybj.com. I'm just going to talk about each circuit a little bit, how I put it together. But, um, you know, th- this was, uh, this is actually a lot of fun to program because I, sometimes what I do is I just put, and by the way, I had the, the workout playlist that we're using. It's on Spotify. You'll hear it at the live follow along 10 a.m. PST on Wednesday. But I actually was listening to, um, this while making this workout and the real vibe of this workout is smooth because you're, you're exposing so many weaknesses and there's so much stability and focus required. Um, I need you to be relaxed. If you get anxiety and you panic in these positions, you're going to compromise your form and your joint positioning and you're going to terminate sets sooner. Your breathing is going to collapse. So again, this is the big misconception. People think every workout, you know, workout music has to be uh, you know, hype and super intense and get like, if you're doing heavy lifting, then I guess that makes sense. But when we're doing things that require more than just a single muscle quality and really total fitness and, and, uh, and brain engagement, all right, focus, you need music that helps you get in flow state, the zone. So I, I love a lot of, uh, you know, smooth R and B hip hop type songs for this. And, uh, so just understand it's all part of that. So let the music, if you're joining me live, let it kind of guide you to find and get into that, that trance-like zen state where you can just focus and dial in and not panic. You know, because if you get too hyped for this type of stuff, you won't do it right and you'll, you'll mess up everything. Your breathing, once your breathing gets messed up, not only do you, do you terminate sets sooner, but um, it compromises everything. Because, uh, you know, you're basically all, your, your ribs, your pelvis, uh, they get out of position. And then from there, everything else collapses. So just understand that's how this works. First circuit has the mini band placed above the knees, and I recommend the hip halo. That's the one we use a lot, but any mini band will do. And, you know, some of the circuits have four unique movements. Others have two unilateral movements. You do left and right, left and right, and become four total. So in this case, there's two movements. We're doing left and right versions of them. The mini band sliding bear crawl bird dog. So basically, it's a bird dog, but what we're doing is uh, with a bird dog, traditionally, you do this off the knees, or you do it from an elevated bear crawl position, it's great for rotary stability and you're reaching the opposite arm and leg away from each other while maintaining your hips and shoulders square to the ground. So the one thing about this is, you know, you you go from contact with the ground to no contact with the ground and back. In this case, you're maintaining contact with the ground the whole time. So maintaining tension, but you are sliding the hand and feet, the opposite hand and foot away from each other. So not only are you smoking the, the leg the, the leg that isn't sliding because it's holding like a one-leg bear crawl position so the quads are just getting lit. You're strengthening the feet, mobilizing the ankle. But uh, you are keeping tension in the muscles of the moving hand and leg. 
and uh, just a great variation. And by adding the band, we're going to both push the band back in a way, which means we're getting lateral rotary hip work and that hip complex and also, you know, glute, glute max and hip flexor work. So basically the whole hip complex gets lit. Pairing that with a like a two-way slide from a, like a one, you basically get into one leg squat position. Again, the bands above the knees, the mini bands above the knees the whole way. And you're keeping all the weight on the support leg. And then the foot that's on the slider is going to slide out far to the right or to the left based on which leg is loaded. So laterally, and then comes back to the starting position. Then it goes back rear and uh, just going to light up the whole hip complex. And with the mini band in particular, just it's going to create that hip separation and just lock in your form and technique. So, <clears throat> there isn't, um, and like, honestly, I was telling my wife, like, this is like the ultimate warm up. You know, it's, it's dynamic isometrics. These are, these are the movements you really want to start your workout with. They connect everything. They position everything. They set the table for a great fucking metabolic meal. So that circuit one is something else. And by the way, if you get really, if you struggle with previous movements, you could just take circuit one and do it three times and that's your workout. So again, like in terms of being accessible, if you look at, I, I, I can't do circuits five and six uh, four, or even four, five and six. I, I'm not, I'm, this isn't for me. No, just do circuits one, two, and three. Or if you're going to do circuits one and two effectively, do those three times through for six total circuits, but you just alternate between circuit one and two the whole way. So again, focus on what you can do, not what you can. Ottoman mentality. So th- those will light you up and uh, really help develop your, your one, leg, uh, one leg squats ability and that kind of partial half squat is just, it's tremendous. Circuit two, this is the ultimate hamstring exercise. I, I've said, you know, I, I love the Russian leg curl, et cetera, but like in terms of accessibility, but also again, being able to connect every range of motion on a leg curl, here it is. And I've never seen this shown before. Now, what I have shown before is, remember that the glute ham walkouts where you, you start from like a glute bridge with your knees bent and then you walk your feet out to a f- full straight leg at hip extension position and back. That's been like a, a great bodyweight move I've shown over the years. But this is the same concept. I call it slide stepping. I've never had hamstring contractions like this. And again, exposes weaknesses in my own range of motion because I, I'm you're stepping in these increments. So you're slide stepping. You never lose connection, but you're sliding your legs out one at a time slowly and just basically like taking um, here's, here's an analogy, right? In my music class now, in our warm up, we do these things called slides. We go from your lowest note to your highest note. So here's an example. And again, I, I did not plan for this. Uh... I even came back down. So the reason you do that in your warm up is it's, you know, oftentimes in your warm, you're pitchy, your throat's dry, whatever you got to warm up that those vocal cords. But you're basically, if your voice, your voice is an iron shirt, you're you doing a slide to smooth out the wrinkles in your voice before you start singing. So you sound smoother, you sound better. You see what I'm saying? And that's what you're doing um, w- with these sliding movements. So any of the wrinkles in the hamstring, so to speak, we're smoothing out. So um, I, I love, I just absolutely love this training tool for that. And adding the mini band allows you to push the knees out against it laterally to further engage the hips and better set your pelvic and, and, and lumbar spine position. A lot of benefits there. <clears throat> Mini band stays above the knees again the whole way in circuit two. We go from the slide stepping leg curl. So we go from a move that works more of your backside. So again, in terms of why, how I alternate. And in the first circuit, we did more of a ground-based movement that's more upper body intensive. And then we, we went to a 
standing one leg movement that's more lower body intensive. And that was how we allowed us to go 60 seconds on, 15 seconds off and keep the rest short, but keep the intensity high. So just so you know what we kind of pair things here. So in circuit two, we go from backside of the body to front side of the body, posterior chain to anterior chain. And um, <clears throat> mixed tempo sliding mountain climber. I actually put my hands on a sand dune stepper for this. You'll see that in the live follow along. And <clears throat> mixed tempo means we start doing like one slowly at a time. Then we do fast exchanges, but we pause between exchanges. Then we do fast continuous. So you'll see it, but it's just going to light up the glutes and hip flexors. And um, the one thing I like about the sand dune stepper too, besides getting the slight elevation, the better hand position, that neutral hammer grip, better for the wrists and shoulders is also you can't overslide because your feet will touch the pad before they can go too far forward. So just a cool benefit of using that um, besides better shoulder positioning, better hand positioning, et cetera. And uh, that one's just going to, besides, you know, shoulders, abs, hip flexors, glutes, unreal. Then we go back to, the, to a leg curl variation with a two-way hip abduction. So both in the bent knee and straight-legged position, we abduct the hips. We push the legs away from each other, the hips away from each other while working our glute ham as we would traditionally with a leg curl. And then we flip back and do it from a plank position. And I show you how you can even add a push-up into it. So <clears throat> we're just basically taking, you're taking an isolated movement like hip abduction, which, you know, and, and a whole body workout, a fast, effective, fun whole body workout. It's like, yeah, we don't really have time for this. You know, it just doesn't make the cut. Not enough muscles are worked, but we get it in to movements that do work big muscles. So it's like we're working the big muscles, but now we're bringing on the smaller ones. So what do you think is going to burn more calories? What do you think is going to give you a better training effect? When in doubt, you know, enlisting more muscles for a total body workout is always going to give better results. We do some isolation stuff more so on the gorilla core workouts on the weekend. But even then, as you'll see, I'll start to sneak in ways to just get more muscles going or uh, fix things or address things that we didn't have enough time for during the week. So um, let's keep trying to connect. You know, like part of the thing when you also work on your voice, for example, right? And you can access uh, a lower register and a higher register. Well, you start to use those. You don't want to, if, if you feel comfortable in the middle register and only sing there, well, then you're not creating as many sounds and, it, you know, you're not showing your versatility. So you want to train to go higher and lower. So that's part of what we're doing. When you start to learn how to enlist more muscles, more often than not, you want to get them involved in every exercise, if they're not being the primary movers, they're at least stabilizers or secondary or, you know, accessories. We need, we need to consider that. So that's circuit two. It starts to heat up a little bit now. Circuit three is your first like, okay, this is uh, Uncle Baby Blowjob is at it again. So this is how it's going to be. We do these uh, two different bear positions and... Um, God, this is good. I've shown this many times before where you put your feet on the sliders and then basically what you do is you're walking your hands forward and back. And it's basically like you're crawling. You're only crawling with your hands really because your feet are on the slides. So it's like you're dragging your body back and forth using your hands as hand walking, essentially. But what I do here is I put the mini band above the knees just for the first movement in circuit three. And you have to push out against it and get your feet wide and hold that abduction while we add the movement. And what's going to happen as you go forward on this from a bent knee position so you do 30 seconds bent knee bear crawl position, 30 seconds uh, straight-legged with feet you know, in a push-up plank position. But particularly the first 30, when your knees are bent, what, what's going to want to happen as you go forward is the legs are going to want to drift back. So if you don't actively engage the hip flexors and abs and kind of maintain a kind of a double crunch position, so to speak, that mentality of just always trying to drive the elbows to the knees and lock in that midline, 
um, they'll drift away. And at the same time, you're pushing out against the minivan. So the entire pelvic floor is active and it's active through movement. So, you know, that this is the type of stuff where it's like, you know, stretching is great, but this is, this is like true strength and true mobility because you're doing it under high demand. And now your nervous system is just dialing it in to, to when you need it the most. Okay. So that one's going to challenge you in a serious way. Then we do kind of the sliding seesaw step. So we've shown seesaw lunges before. I love that movement. The seesaw step is, again, with a seesaw lunge, we gain contact with the ground, then we lose it. One foot never leaves the ground, but the other is moving from a reverse to a forward lunge. With the seesaw step, you're not going down as far or as low, and you're seeing on the balls of the feet always of the foot that's on the slider, but you're just showing your body how to slide forward and back through every range of the step and maintaining good ground contact, and really uh, you get a lot of good calf and quad work on the foot that's on the slider because it's on the balls of the feet, and the foot that is on the ground is just, it's really the hip is pulling, that hip is pulling us back and forth, and you're basically feeling weight transfer from heel to foot, foot to heel and back. Total connection. So like, again, you want to get connected with the earth. Sliders, nothing better than sliders. It might not look like hardcore fucking, you know, I'm a fucking maniac in the gym, death metal. But, motherfucker, it's going to change you. And it's going to make you so much better. So much better. So we do that. You'll do the left leg. Go back down to the ground for another bear crawl variation. Come back to the right leg sliding seesaw step. Movement three. So, circuit three, move three. This is the point of the workout where I think a lot of people are going to really want to stop. Or, you know, they're going to question why they're there. And that's good. That's right before we get to the halfway point. So, again, my workouts are, are... are built with this stuff in mind. The music is is exactly what I want it to be at the exact moment. So you do a sliding bear crawl. It's like doing a bear crawl, except the feet, the feet are on the sliders. You're, you're moving your feet as you normally would, but, but with the ground, through the ground. So quads are more active. I even saw in the videos when I, when I showed this on Instagram, um, you could just see my quads because they, they were constantly, the toes are constantly pushing into the floor as we're sliding the feet forward and back while bear crawling. You can just see how much, muscle activation is going on in my legs more than normal. Cause again, when I pick the foot off, I lose the connection. So it's constant tension, constant tension guys. Uh, that that's really, and this is what I want you to get through your mind. So when you're feeling like, Oh my God, I'm weak. No, no, you're, you're just, you're asking way more of your body than you have before. And this is a good thing. Cause once you can call all of this stuff together, when you go back to other movements where you're losing connection, like it'll be super easy for you. Much, much easier comparatively, at least. Um, you do this bear crawl, but if you want to make it really hard, you try to get your upper body as low to the ground as possible while doing the crawl. And, you know, in this case, in most cases, no one's, people aren't gonna be able to do it. Um, they'll just have to do it with their arms straight the whole way. And, 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 but I mean by open minute too, I said open minute earlier, I forgot to address that open minute means you have a minute to do this. I don't necessarily expect you to do it for the full minute. Maybe it's 30 seconds and then you rest five to 10 seconds and finish off another 20 to get there, or it's, you know, you pause two to three times for five seconds over the course of the minute. But the open minute concept is is such that the true progression is to be able to execute the movement the full minute without stopping. And I had to stop several times, I definitely several, maybe close to a handful in this workout the first time I did it on Monday. Tomorrow, I hope to, I hope to do it less, though I'm, I'm feeling yesterday, today in a serious way, but hopefully my performance um, anxiety gets me to, to a whole new level tomorrow. Because uh, yeah, it's just one of those things, guys. When you work out on camera, you know, you're going to push yourself harder. 
So thank you for that. Thanks for, thanks for making me commit to that. We all win. What the fuck am I going to say? We all win. But um, staying low the whole way is going to absolutely light up your shoulders and triceps and chest. Like th- that, that is a max effort for me. Like that, that one feels to me like the way I used to when I was doing heavy fucking barbell bench presses. Except there's so much more of my body being called upon and I'm not laying on my back with a barbell over my head, neck, face. See what I'm saying? Like, worst case scenario, I, I just come to the ground on my belly, on my, on my lovely carpet with the fireplace off because we spent uh, $1,200 one month on the first month in our new place on a fucking fireplace. But anyway, um, it's more comfortable, much safer. I can do it at home. I don't need a spotter. This is the type of stuff you do to make this last for a lifetime. So good luck on those. And uh, anyone that can go low and stay low for a while on those has my respect because I was dying on those. Circuit four, <clears throat> now it gets uh, spicy. Now it gets real spicy. You're going to take your your bigger band and we're going to do this four-move whole body circuit. Each of these circuits, by the way, works your whole body. Band-resisted mixed tempo atomic push-up. The, the atomic push-up is you, you bring both knees in as in like a double-leg mountain climber, I guess. And then you you uh, bring them back out, but as you bring them back out, you lower to a push up. So it's basically combining um, a knee in with a push up while in a push up position and with your feet on sliders. Uh, so that one is just gonna and, and with the band wrapped around your trunk, you're gonna have to really push away more. You get more tension at the top, more uh, shoulder stabilization, more serratus anterior protraction of the scapula. That's that really helps lock in your good shoulder position and the muscles along the ribs, the core. So uh, gonna love those. That works the front side of your body. Then we go to your back side of the body with the band. So we're doing side and leg curls again. No mini band in this circuit at all. Just the big band. And now we take the big band. We put it across the hips and then pin it down with our hands in that kind of bridge, glute bridge position while we do our sliding leg curls, which increases tension to the the high hamstrings and the glutes to have to hold that hip extension against that band resistance. So that's a way to add weight to that body weight movement. All right, love that. It's going to change you up. And by the way, on mixed tempo, both these are mixed tempo, meaning you can do some slow reps, some fast reps, slow, fast, slow, fast. Just freestyle, have fun, and uh, you'll know the right tempo to go in. And part of the the battle here, too, is is it's an open minute. So to stay in motion the whole minute, you start to learn, okay, at this moment, this is what I have to do. This is the pace I have to take to stay active the whole minute. Or maybe I'm going to say I'm going to go, like in a lot of these, if you're getting 30 to 40 seconds in motion, continuously for, for that minute, that's success. All right. Any less than that. Okay. Then yeah, this is a real challenging workout for you. Um, but no one's gonna be able to do it for the full minute on every single one of these the first time out, or even maybe by the end of the week. Uh, so these open minutes, they're, they're really designed to challenge you in that way. We're not trying to rest too much, but, um, part of the progression again, is just same movement, same work period, just fill it, fill more of that work period. That's progression. Then we go to this sliding reverse lunge with a band pull apart at the level of the hands. And basically, as you slide back out to the lunge, you pull apart. Uh, <laughs> you get rooted down into the ground in a lunge you've never feel before. Like, you don't rest in the ground, but just you pull in and everything's active. And you have so much stability because you're pulling apart with the arms. So you're activating the upper mid-back, rear shoulders, strengthening posture, and giving you more tension up top, which allows you to be more stable down low and, and in better position. This one... I mean, honest, and you're doing the left leg than the right leg. So it ends up being two minutes of band pull-aparts with a 15-second break between them. So the upper back, like, where's the rolling? Where's the pull-ups? Well, 
we're doing this in liver and no, no bar, no dumbbells in the case of this workout. But uh, you tell me if, if that back isn't as pumped as it would be during pull-ups. And you probably more so because, again, it's um, really isolating those muscles and getting them working in concert uh, to a whole body movement. So uh, you're going to love to hate those. That one's going to really push you. Five and six, these are the championship rounds. You make it through those. I don't even care how it looks. Uh, you're, just, you're something special. These were really tough. The sliding one-arm, one-leg push-up climber. So, again, it's opposite. So left foot, right hand on the slides. Much like in the beginning, we did that sliding bear crawl bird dog. Now we're adding a push-up if you can. If you can't do the push-up, you just do it from a plank. But we start with one knee in, and then we slide that one knee out as we take the opposite arm and slide it forward and lower to the bottom of a push-up. Again, the videos help tremendously with this. But just so you know what I'm doing there is we're taking a single-leg climber. It's like a single-leg atomic sliding push-up in a way which we did in the previous round. And uh, there, there is whole body connection. And, and again, it's a sliding one-arm push-up. You have to have like, this is what I'm talking about, max effort. These for me were like doing super heavy one-arm dumbbell bench presses with the additional benefit of being connected to the ground the whole way. And because as I slide down and go with my arm overhead at the bottom of that push-up, I'm activating lats and my whole, my my uh, upper back area too, my triceps, my rear delt, and my core. So, so much more is involved. And, and that's why it feels even more systemic. It is. Like, this is total body. Yeah, it works your chest, but like, it's whole body. Whole body has to be connected in this. So that one, I took, se- I took several breaks, if I'm being honest. I think I made it to about 40 seconds. Actually, no, I made it to 40 seconds. Um, I paused for five and then finished out another 15 seconds. Um, and, and that for me was success because those, those were very tough. Then we combine that with a front foot elevated, either low box, step, book, weight plate, whatever. I use the sand dune stepper. Front foot elevate, um, sliding on the back leg, and that's just going to extend the range of motion, make the same weight feel more challenging. And with the sand dune stepper, I got some instability too, so that was great. And then we flipped those back. So uh, in, the way, in terms of which arm and leg to use, follow exactly what I have listed because there's some competitive quad stress from doing the, the one-leg climbers because that one leg that's sliding and moving, uh, that, that's going to be burning already by the time you get to the lunch to make that lunch feel heavier, more challenging. So th- these are the two movements that, I mean, they will bl- they blew my mind. Uh, and th- the second one, I've done sliding reverse lunges before, but the, the that push-up climber was one of the hardest exercises I've ever done. So uh, good luck to you on that. And then circuit six, we do a sliding one-arm push-up, but we put a mini band above the elbows and the mini band is above the elbows now the whole time I'm calling this like the straight jacket the upper body straight jacket so you put the mini band above the elbows and you pull it apart and you pull it apart in the push-ups which is gonna it's like doing a reverse fly against resistance but also it pulls you down into the push-up so the opposing muscles pull you down you get a better stretch you get better shoulder position you actually work the upper mid back and then you, it gives you a little assistance out of the bottom it makes like an impossible movement hard as fuck meaning like accessible as long as you can do quality push-ups. And if you can't, you just go as far as you can or you just you, you can modify and do a previous circuit. Th- again, this is, there's no real, you could do this off the knees, by the way. That, that'll make it uh, easier for your core, but not much easier for your upper body. So you've got options, but it, it kind of slingshots you out of the bottom to assist, but then you're sliding and squeezing in like you're doing a pec fly push-up. You'll never get a better chest exercise than that, ever. And it's so good for the shoulders. And then we're uh, pairing that with a constant tension sliding reverse lunge. So again, this is a whole new concept 
where um where, where, where now instead of coming all the way up, you stop, you, you slide back and you pull up, but you stop with a quarter bend in the knee. So and you're just gonna stay and you can go slow, you can go faster. I'll show it at the live foul along, but it's gonna absolutely just destroy your glutes, hams, and quads. All of it, all of it gets worked. And because you're in a split stance, also the inner outer hip thighs get worked and your calves are working hard. And because we're doing this upper body straight jacket, you're basically doing a uh, almost like a, a W hold, a scap hold as you push out. It's locking in your core and shoulder stability and spinal position. And, and basically as you do this, you're going to feel zipped up so you can just slide up and down in that constant tension. So again, it's so many things are going on. I'm, I'm, I'm really proud of this workout. Uh, it's incredible how it came out. And I, I thought it was just an amazing challenge. I hope you're up for the challenge. Keep joining me. We'll keep uh, going on this journey. Let me know how it goes. I hope to see you at the live workout Wednesday, 10 a.m. PST on Instagram and uh, YouTube.com slash BJ All my programming is at thedailybj.com. And uh, join me. You guys have to, you have, you have to jump in on this shit. If you're missing, if you're not doing these, uh, God, are you missing out? And I don't know what else to say. Like, you have to do it. So keep doing it. Keep sharing with friends and family. We need, we need more eyes on the live workouts. We can keep building that. That concept I've been I've been trying to build with you guys, the ultimate kind of workout variety show, uh, you know, get some gains live. I, I need your help building it out and uh, keep showing up. And if you can't make it live, 24-hour replay on Instagram and indefinite replay on YouTube. I love you guys. Peace.